Y'all, thank you once again for joining us here on the mix table. We're sitting down today with Anisia. I've said this every single time, but we're going to have a good one. Tyrone, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm feeling good when I hop up on these beats. I'm kind of sweating because I'm feeling this heat. I got to lay it down like I put it on a sheet. And I'm about to ride on the beat like I'm in a Jeep. No TLC, but I stay on the creep. I put it down like I be riding on the streets. So get your notes and pay attention. I'm about to pull them back like they stay in detention. This how we do it. You know we let the beat rock. I hop up on the hit. Every time the beat drop. I don't know. I just keep this thing flowing. I'm way too cold even since Every it's been snowing. I don't know when to stop. I keep going. I keep flowing. Ben fly like I'm in a Boeing. A second showing. I call it an encore. I feel it right in my core. Go ahead and give them more. Yeah. Every time that the beat drop Ay. My girl looking real fine Got my meat rocked Ay. Ay. I got that hang it up like sheet rock uh. I put the picture on the wall With the feet pop Ay. Doesn't matter I'm spitting all the gibberish Ay. I got the glitter and the glitz And the hitterish Ooh, uh. This shit is it's fucking hit or miss uh. It doesn't matter I pass it back to the kid Hit or miss Cause we knock it out the park I keep the iron on me Like my name Tony Stark I find the park like I've been trying to go drive I take it straight from the top to the bottom How I slide I go and vibe like Erica Badu I came to go move I ball like Manu Ginobili Hold me, kinda go crazy Holy moly, I'm finna come and just show these I had to let it rock Erica Badu I'm feeling sick like the flu Say I chew The fucking illest since a kid Call me Eve St. Jude And I'm going doesn't matter And I'm feeling really rude the top, need a bucket in a mop, need a towel, clean it up Cause the drip, it never stopped Tick tock on the clock And I froze out my watch Got the diamonds on lock Here we go, I hit the shot And uh, I pass Okay, it. see we took our time Anisia over here listening to us rhyme We taking our time while she on live And this is how we do it I came to go slide now let me stop and get in this mode They say that I cheated like I used the cheat code I shit on them like I came out the commode So come on everybody and start this episode <laughs> Where's the cheers? The cheers ladies Woo! and gentlemen There we go, there we go, that there we go so good. That was so good you know, 10 out of 10 You know Damn Every time, man. Every time. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of The Mixed Table. I am your host, Tyrone Chivers. I am here joined by my co-host, my best friend, my producer, my DJ, Mr. Young Seppi himself, Joseph Middledorf. Hello, hello, hello to all the beautiful people out there. Thank you once again for coming and joining us here on The Mixed Table. I say this every single episode, and I have never been proven a liar. We've got a good one for you today. Oh, that's right. That's right. You can always tell by how much I'm sweating that how good of the episode is going to be. So if we're taking by that measurement, it's going to be a really good episode today. So by my side here today, though, our guest for today, the lovely, this is a special guest, just like all of our guests. But here today, we have the one and only Miss Anisia. And I'm not going to lie, I feel kind of special because if I'm not mistaken... I'm not your first interview, but I'm your first podcast interview, am I not? Um, you swear. That's right. All right. Sounds but good I just to me. Had my first, I just had my first interview yesterday. Really? Yeah. Podcast? No, it was like an interview. Like, they pulled up and asked me some questions. And then, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, I'm your first podcast interview, yeah, so I feel I feel pride in that. You should. You should. So, first thing, I want you to talk. Boom. Oh. Into, into, into the, the mic, mic please. Oh, I'm not talking to the mic? Okay, yeah, my Just bad, like my that. Bad. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, uh, like I said, I've given you your introduction. But for the people here who don't know who you are, tell them who you are and what it is that you do. Um, my name is Anicia. I rap. I could cook. I could clean. I could, I'm just saying. But no, nah, my name is Anicia. I, I'm a rapper. I guess that's really weird saying that. But I am. I'm a rapper. So, yeah. I just make vibes. I'm a viber. A viber and a creator. A linker and a viber. <laughs> So I'm glad you're here today, and I'm glad you're saying you know you're a rapper and you're saying how it feels weird because that's kind of 
what I wanted to get into. Now, typically, you know, we have, it's a show focused around artists and talking to like that, but I'm always interested in talking to newer artists because I feel like your why is always way more interesting. So, but we'll get to that in a second. But first, I just want to ask, I asked you a little bit off mic, but I want to know, starting this lifestyle now, getting into the music world, what what is it like for you? What is What have you seen so far? Um... Honestly, it's pretty regular. I was already kind of like in the mix as a whole, which is kind of what made me get started doing music anyway, because my friends was like, why you not doing music? But um, it's pretty normal. It's annoying sometimes. It's very tedious. Mm-hmm. It's fun, but um, it's it's an intimate situation. It's intimate for me because, you know, I'm, I'm not just doing music, just going in the booth and doing music. I'm actually like... It's genuine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, this is really... I really be feeling how I'm, when I'm rapping. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's, I, it's it's a good feeling to know that um, there are people around that actually appreciate my something that I love. Because mm-hmm. this is actually what I love to do. I've tried everything. Yeah. I went to barber school. <laughs> That's so random. Interesting. So, it sounds like you... So, you you did a bunch of other things before you landed here. Yeah, like, I, I'm... That's one thing about me. Like, I... Somebody could tell me all day, like, oh, don't do that, don't do that. I tried that. I feel like I have to do it myself mm-hmm. and bump my own head and figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you never, just like you tried this drink today, that was a life lesson. <laughs> mm-hmm. You never know until you try it. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And sometimes you win. Yep, sometimes you win, sometimes you like it. Okay, so I'm interested in just how we how we even got here. So let's take it all the way back to the very beginning. Where are you originally from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Born and raised, one of the very few. I'm a Grady baby. Hey, we right here. I'm not a Grady baby, but true Atlanta native. We we right here. We're a rare breed, so we got to stick together whenever we we come in contact with each other. All these transplants. I don't know what Colorado and stuff like that. What you know? But anyway, uh, so born and raised in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, What what part? Honestly, I lived all over Atlanta my whole life, but I'm originally from the South Side. Okay, okay. So talk to me about, you know, living in Atlanta. Obviously, music is everywhere. Talk about what were some of your first introductions into music. Um, Well, my mom is, she's from L.A. And my, my family, like um, my grandma, my mom's side of the family, they're from New Orleans. She's the only one that's from L.A. But like, uh, so I grew up around a lot of culture. Um, my mom is like a real LA girl. Her Instagram name is Cali Chick. You know, she's diehard LA. Mm-hmm. Um, so I grew up around that's I just told y'all I love Tina Marie, I love old music. Um I, I really I don't even really listen to new stuff like that. My whole playlist is like I'm we're about to go to a Usher concert in a week. <laughs> Like that's how I like old R and B. It's fun. I've noticed a lot. Like all the rappers right now are listening to R and B, and all the rap, all the R and B artists are listening to the rappers. Yeah, like it's really, it really is. You know, opposites track. But I really, uh, I like old music. I like samples and stuff like that from my music. A lot of times, if you kind of notice that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I like early two thousand music. I still listen to like Sierra, Cherish, Mm -hmm. uh, Defoil, Crime Mob. I, I'm I'm just I'm one of them. I really don't. I couldn't tell you the new artists that be coming down unless I look on like the internet for. Real. I like Ice Spice. Hey, I, like I fucking love Ice. Spice. I love Ice Spice. <laughs> yeah. I love Isis. I love her. We're all some munches in here. But yeah, I grew up. Um, I grew up real culture. My grandma listened to Sam Cooke, uh, Bill Withers. Luther Vandross, the whole little shebang, you feel what I'm saying? So, so I, I'm all over the place with it. I'm interested because I kind of grew up similar thing. Parents listened to all sorts of things. At what point did it hit you where you were like, damn, like, my parents really put me on. Like, they was really, like, separating me from the... Well, what point did that hit you? Um, Honestly, I always knew I was listening to gyms. I always knew that I had the playlist that could shake everything up. Like, it put me on the ox. I always knew. Even, like... Even if that ain't your flavor, I know if we ride in the car and I put on Futuristic Love by Young L.A., you gonna vibe. I know when the time is right. You know what mm. I'm saying? I'm a timer. I'm a vibrer. So were you on the ox like in party, like parties and shit in high school? Um, Because I know we were always fighting each other for the ox whenever we were anywhere. Yeah. Not so much parties because I was too busy partying. But right. I, when we in the car, we out, we doing something, we just kicking back, being cool. Yeah, I'm definitely trying to get on the ox, for mm. sure. I feel that. I yeah. feel that. So <clears throat> who were some of your early music influences? Who were some of the first people or things that made you want to start doing music or just took a liking to it? Um, I used to, you know, growing up at, as 
a girl. Mm-hmm. You know, when you with your cousin and stuff, you making up dances and stuff. I liked um, girl groups. Mm. I was real into Cherish and Danity Kane and stuff like that. Like, I actually wanted to be like Sierra. Like, mm. I, that was, I went through like a phase like that. Like, yeah. I thought I was going to be some R&B dancing <laughs> in the mirror type of girl, but then life hit me. Hey, life was, is long, though. Yeah, life is real long. Life is real long. But that was when I was young. I thought I was going to be on some sliding down the wall, Keisha Cole, you know, Fantasia, Matrix, and... I still do. I like all that still. I, I'm into that. But now I just, you know, life made me real vicious. So now all my songs is, you know, it's really how I be feeling. I, it's sad because people ask me all the time, like, why you don't make an R&B song? Like, I really, I can't find it in me. I've tried. And it's like somewhere in the song, I'm going to say some bullshit. Now, this could, you know, we, we can cut this out if this is a money-making idea. But, like, you ever thought about... Rapping the or doing those lyrics that you have, but then just presenting it in an R and B fashion. Mm, I'm gonna come clean. Uh huh. My personal opinion. This okay. Is no shade. No, no, please. Anybody that does this. No, please shade them. I off. think that that's corny. Okay. Like when girls be singing like having Glocks and stuff. I think <laughs> that that is so corny. Interesting. I think it's corny. It's just me though. No, I'm glad you said that. We've accidentally bumped into an interesting conversation here. Yeah. Um. So I've been saying this thing for a while that just like in R&B in general, well, I'm stealing this take from somebody else I heard, but, uh, you know, like subtext in music, you know, like R&B used to be like, gone. yeah, it used to be, you know, Isley Brothers, you know, between, yeah. you know, between the sheets is a little it's on the nose, now. but still, you know, now, now people in like really sweet voices are like, I'm a fucker in the mouth. Literally. Yeah. Like I was just speak. I was just talking about that. That's what I'm saying. Like even the, cause even though I rap, I do like R&B music. Like, mm-hmm. I like, so I would rather listen, in my, in my alone time, if I, you know what I'm saying, my free time, I would rather listen to some soft music. I would rather listen to, like, R&B and stuff. And it's normally older because they complete the vibe lyrically and with the beat. Yeah. Now, you are literally rapping about how you're about to ruin my life <laughs> and have sex with my best friend. Yeah. I don't want to hear about that. Right. But I'm going to listen to it a little bit, you know what I'm saying? But... I'm not trying to I don't relate to this I'm trying to hear Like Remember Me used to be talking about Sucking toes and stuff Like that's what I want I mean they still are talking about it It's not in the same way It's not in the same way Right yeah They talking about Sucking your toes And your friend's toes They pointed out I think they said The pin That you can pinpoint The moment When it all changed And they say it was When (laughs) when Janae Aiko said You gotta eat the booty Like groceries yeah, you might be right about that. That was the from that point we on. We crossed the Rubicon at that point. Yeah, because it's like, why would we would never expect her to say nothing like that? Like, yeah, you know what? Then everybody just started spiraling. And now that like, you got Beyonce cussing on record. Oh my gosh, like, she, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's completely the box has been opened. Yeah, man. I don't know where, uh, and that's why he goes like the R. Beyonce R&B. has been cussing, and that's what he's saying. The R and B people have been watching the rappers. They see what they're doing, and they're like, okay, like bet we we got to do that. So. Yeah. It's yeah, they be trying to. I realized that. Strange times we're living in here. Strange Real times. Strange because Beyonce used to be like all vocal all the time. Yeah, just now like, she like I got hot sauce in my bag. Yeah, what like, says I, I feel okay. like fucking on someone? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you gonna fuck up the night. You gonna fuck up the night. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> shout out to Beyonce though. I yeah, love shout Beyonce. out to her. If you're welcome to come on anytime, please. Yes, Beyonce, come on, Beyonce. Um, so when did so what was one of the first things that you wanted? I mean, you said the the music group but you know you said you tried all sorts of other things so like going into the real like leaving high school what was one of the first things you thought okay i'm gonna do this mm, i don't know what made me want to i wanted to do makeup okay but it was i wasn't even that good at ma- doing makeup so i don't know why i wanted to do that um when i was in school i actually wanted to minor in photography and major in forensic science Okay. So I wanted to be the person on the crime scenes taking the pictures of the dead body and stuff. I don't know why, because right now I would not be able to do that. I would be gagging everywhere. Um, I went through a lot of phases. I wanted to be a vet. I still do love animals a lot. Um, I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a lot of things. I have a really good question. Did you feel like this? Did you do you have? Did you feel like you had a pressure on you to do something or to be something? Yeah. Why do you feel you felt that, or where do you feel it come from? I mean, I just feel like that's kind of like a life thing. Like I'm a, I'm the oldest sibling, um, and it and it just comes from like wanting to break a cycle in a sense. My father didn't get to graduate high school. My mom didn't get to graduate high school. So um, 
I didn't even, I didn't get to graduate high school. I was always getting in trouble, getting put out, stuff like that. And I messed it up for myself. But um, <clears throat> that made the pressure even worse for me because I, I was so, I'm so prone on breaking a cycle. And, um, you know, after that, I ended up getting my high school diploma. But I, I just felt like I had something I needed to make some type of change or I know I'm the black sheep, but I just, you get what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. I just took on the responsibility naturally to be the change in my family. Mm, interesting. Do you and still feel that pressure? Kind of. Yeah. Only because, um, I was real bad growing up. I was real, I was a very, very rebellious girl. Um, I gave my mom and my grandmother so many problems. So now it's just like this shit gotta work. Like everything has to work. I'm my like my mind is set. Um, I put my foot in and out in a lot of things, but this is like one of those things where both feet are in. So it just kind of gotta work. It, and it's like a, I, you know, people do stuff like this and then they want to, you know, they have different reasons. Like they want to bend or they want to be rich. I genuinely want to take like my family straight, but I genuinely want to like take care of them, like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I want to put my I want to put my brother through college. I just got it's just it's it's beyond me. Basically. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I definitely feel all that. One thing I would say is that I think that if if you if you are for real and you you're all like both feet are in on this, yeah. I think you're already winning. I think yeah. you're already like doing like half the pressure is off now like you're already getting to that point where you're willing to like actually jump in is one of the biggest battles yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. if, and if you're already in right and it's just one of those things where like uh and the main most of my pressure comes from um like my 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 only my only aspiration in life genuinely is genuinely to be happy and comfortable mm. what does that look like to you i don't have no worries the only thing I'm worrying about is what I'm eating tomorrow. Like, mm-hmm. what I want to eat. I can't choose what I want to eat. Yeah. I don't want no worries. I feel like I worried enough. Um, I feel like life didn't beat my ass to the point where all you could do is help me put some band-aids on me now, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't beat my ass enough. I'm tired of getting jumped my life. So, yeah. Now, I'm, I've, I've actually been... Ever since I've found what I want to do, it seems like everything else has just been such a walk in the park that's usually how it goes like, whenever it. i was I, I i'm busting my ass trying to like keep up with this thing and create this schedule for myself and don't get me wrong it's great to have like a routine it's great to have a schedule with different structure different folks but <clears throat> i realized i'm a genuine person so it's like everything once i started being genuine because before i was moving off of what can work what can help me what's going to get me to point a point b and i'm not saying don't put too much thought into things but can't put all your eggs in one bucket you know what i'm saying like you still have to your peace of mind is extremely important because you can't you can't work or move without your peace of mind Mm. and that's just what it is and i found like once you've decided what it is that you want to do you're saying like things have started just sort of like falling in line yeah 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 yeah. and i find i spend a lot like i feel like i'm still working hard but i'm not having those where like i worked really hard for no reason like yeah, the things that I exactly. choose to work hard for, I'm always like, I'm glad I did that. Exactly. Like that was not like before I was just sort of flailing. Work, exactly. You just become so that's why routine is not bad, but it's like, but a bad routine is. And that's exactly. And that's one of the cycles that I've been trying to break. Cause like I said, I, um, I come from a, a family. Like I come from a single mom. My grandmother's a single mom. All I know is them working, working. I was home by myself, fifth grade. Making myself something to eat when my mom's at work. You know what I'm saying? I'm also the oldest, so you feel me? Um, and I've seen it. I've seen the cycle become. Even though it's healthy because it's keeping you stable, it's not mentally. Like a lot of our parents are broken because they didn't really get to do what they wanted to do or live how they wanted to live. And um, <laughs> society just puts this barrier on you like you're supposed to just work 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 and you are but you're also supposed to be happy doing something you know what i'm saying you're supposed to be doing what you're you're supposed to be walking in your truth and when when you're in a loop literally the farthest point from where you are is where you currently are exactly like you go never change and you do all the work and you get right back to where you started exactly so now like basically the biggest part of me breaking my cycle is doing what i want to do like I've worked and stuff like that, and I'm not I'm not afraid to be like I I quit I quit some shit if I'm not if I'm not fucking with it I'm gonna quit mm. like it's, I put myself first you 
You feel what I'm saying? And like, I respect that. I, and yeah. then that's what I kind of love about just like, you know, our age. I feel like in general, people yeah, are age. we're not going for shit. Exactly. We've and we've seen, seen our parents go through. We've seen exactly. our parents pretty much be slaves to society. Like, And if they're not going to be angry about it, I'll be angry for it. That's them. what I'm saying. Like, if, if y'all not going to be angry, let me be angry and let me fix this shit. That's yes. how I feel, literally. Yes. Well, yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy for you that, that you're going through this discovery and this journey right now. And I'm excited to see... Uh, what it does for you um, So one of the things though I want to hear about So tell me about one of the Like the first instances Where you start making music Like how do you start making music how, Where does that come from What do you mean Like how do I just Yeah like where When is the first time You actually start making music I would like to know the story Um, I I was already I was always kind of doing music Here and there But I wasn't taking it serious I wasn't putting it out And I'm also like a perfectionist So like if anything sounds wrong about it I'm not gonna put it out until I feel like, until I'm comfortable with it. I don't care what nobody else saying. Mm-hmm. But um, the first song that I kind of gave me a little buzz, the little Kamora Lee song that I did. Um, I just I kind of I wrote that on a napkin in a really dark studio with some blue LED lights. I was high. Wow, that's and a wrote, story. And I own. just got out of um, I had just got out of a really bad, toxic, abusive relationship, and. Uh, I at that I was like I said I was just sick of going through like that's not that wasn't my first relationship that was a hot fucking mess so it just got to a point where it's like this shit like you know routines like you got to change it you got to change the motion you got to you got to switch it up mm. so I and that was like my outlet I it, I don't know music really is like my outlet like how people go to boxing classes and go running I'll get up and get. I'll get irritated and go to the studio, and I'll say anything. I don't care. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah, it's songs that I might not ever even drop. I just went to the studio to get the shit off my chest. Mm. What are you saying it being your outlet? You were talking last night, <laughs> uh, or maybe the afternoon. Like, I looked at rapping videos the same way I watch like skateboarding videos. Mm-hmm. Like, I would see them and be like, damn. That shit just looks so cool Like it's some stuff I want to do It seems like a, a good way To spend your time Yeah But I saw With rapping It's like I could actually do this Yeah Like with yeah. I was never gonna be that kid Like jumping off of crazy shit But like I could jump off of Right right like, right that I didn't I don't know There's danger In putting yourself out there Yeah That I feel Kind of feels the same As like Putting yourself in actual danger Yeah It gives yeah. you that Like Literally. That adrenaline Cause r- you're putting yourself out there you just gotta gotta have a strong mentality. You saw us literally shaking before we got going. <laughs> yeah, like it gets like, the adrenaline going. Right, yeah. and then the whole time, um, what I learned is, like I said, just genuine shit. Whatever you, whatever your heart tells you to do, go ahead and do it. It's like you just gotta chill. Mm. Everything gonna work out. So, who were some of the first people you started showing your music to? My best friends. Ah, okay, and what were their reactions? Uh, they loved it. <laughs> They loved it. They uh, honestly, my best friends, Mona and Shelby. They, um, they honestly, it about to make me emotional. They, they honestly, they are the reason behind a lot of this stuff. Like mm. my music, they pushed me the hardest. Like no cap, they pushed me the hardest because I, I did not. I was going through so much, and they, you know, of course, it's my best friend. So they walked. Mona's been my best friend since I was a teenager. So she's seen me go through different phases, different boyfriends. Going through, you know what I'm saying, ups and downs. Like she's really, they both been seeing me go through some shit. So, um, once I made one song, they just, they was all for it. They was like, "Bitch, you better keep doing this shit. Like, what you finna get out this hood? Like, come on, you better go." We had there every studio session. They not playing. They had video video shoots. They don't care. They don't give a damn. They gotta get on the bird. If they gotta fly on a scooter, I said fly on a scooter, but for real, <laughs> like they coming. Um, but yeah, they, they those are the first people that I. Showed my music to And then my mom My mom was like My mom like My dad always supported me My dad used to be In the music industry So he understands some shit mm-hmm. But my mom used to just be like Why are you talking about Like pussy 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 I'm like okay my bad You know what I'm saying But my best friends Really pushed me to do everything for That's good Because I was going to ask you Like you, you speak a lot about Of the you know The relationships <laughs> they have And you know The effects they have on you So I was going to say Like what, what do relationships As a whole just mean to you Oh Relationships are really like they they mean a lot to me. I I come off as a very um, like a lot of people would probably say I'm mean or I come off like hard, and a lot of people is a lot of uh, but I 
can I put this? Like, for instance, there's some people that you can meet and you can kind of already tell their vibe. Mm-hmm. Some people that you meet, you don't know how they really moving. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, um, I, I at one point in time in my life, I was so, like, open to friends. Because I was, like, I was the only child. You know what I'm saying? Um, I was always a new girl in school. So I always had felt like I had, like, a point to prove. Or, like, I was stupid. I'll give you all my candy. You, we can share everything. You're not going to share with me, but I'm going to share with you. Um, so you know, life definitely <clears throat> made me kind of create like created a hard shell. But as far as relationships, um, I'm very particular because I have I had I have given myself I give, given too much of myself in relationships, friendships, all type of even family shit. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm honestly just now within these past two years past few years i'm starting to realize like putting myself first and actually learning how to channel my emotions and stuff like that because i when i'm loyal to a person i'm really loyal to a person relationships honestly mean the word the world to me mm. i love to be loved i'm a sucker for love i love to be I'm, i want to get married i want to have kids the whole nine yard mm. so like relationships that that is it's big for me you got to crack the shell first though that get r&b album is coming yeah. <laughs> it's coming, but I, it probably is gonna come. But uh-huh. it probably ain't gonna be like how people think it's gonna. I ain't gonna be sliding down the wall. I can't slide down the wall. Never say never. But I don't know. It's it. What you said with like learning to put yourself first. I'd hear people say that, and I guess my initial take on it was like, okay, well, let me be, just be selfish. Like, let me. I'm just gonna like take my piece first. Like, I'm gonna do this and that. Yeah. And realizing like that wasn't it. <laughs> right. Either that it's like. It's like it's in the big shit. It's like making sure that you're not doing something insignificant that's gonna get in the way of some big shit that you're yeah, planning. Like exactly the the collective decisions you make need to be about you. Exactly. But that doesn't mean you can't give and you can't. At the end of the day, if you don't take care of yourself, how is it gonna get done? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? If you got plans and you're not taking care of yourself first, you can never. Even if you a parent, you got to put yourself first before the child. Honestly. Because yeah. if you ain't living and surviving and breathing, how the hell the baby gonna live and survive? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. So I I always you know I work around a lot of uh, high schoolers and I always tell them like they always do this fucking excuse where like I'll ask them to do something and at the end I'll be like why you didn't do it and they'll be like oh I was letting them use my pencil I was letting them do yeah, my no. thing so I could I'm like you got to make sure you have a pencil if you don't have a pencil for that person then they should have came with a pencil exactly and then I'm like that's not life. looking out for you exactly. trying to be a a good person you exactly. you you doing yourself over so that's that's a very good thing that like Taking care of you is also taking care of everybody right, else a lot right. of the like, time. Like, do your work first. If your work was done, you can just let them use your pencil when you done. Exactly. And now, now you sitting here looking crazy. Now you, exactly. Mm. My uh, blessing. What was I going to ask? I had a question in my head, and I don't remember what it was. Gotta love this when this happens. Hey, man, this is why we keep the instrumental going, because that dead air... You find some real good instrumentals too. Thank you. That's his whole thing, man. He be he be on the ones and twos. Let me get off this my phone. How has it been um, in the production world? How has that been? Because I know you say you work with a, you do a lot of samples and a lot of stuff I've heard from you has a lot of like influence from old Atlanta times and stuff like that. So how do you go about working with producers or making or do you have a sound or anything like that or you just say send me beats? I just say send me beats and mm. whatever I feel. Is I'll do it Type of thing Like it's not like I don't even really I mean of course I know I rap But I don't really know my genre mm-hmm. Like I don't really know What rapper box I would fit into Honestly Cause when I'm rapping I don't use autotune It's my actual voice Yeah I literally is just Play some beats And if I like it And I catch something Then I'll rap Nice Yeah I remembered my question <laughs> As you were asking that um, we were speaking about relationships mm-hmm. and I know, like you say, you know, you have a lot of friends or people, you're, you're a music industry adjacent. You've always been. So yeah. who have been some of your friends in the music industry or music industry adjacent who have been helping you, guiding you along this, this career path? Um, honestly, I love all my friends and everything that's in the music industry, but... Ain't nobody really helping me do nothing. Hmm. If we being, if we keeping it all the way stacked, like I might get some good advice here and there. But as far as like 
really pushing me in the right direction because you know everybody get everybody got they they don't really know what's going on either right they can only tell me their own experience i don't really ask either that's what i was about that was gonna be my next yeah i mean i'm sure if i um i'm sure if i did ask which sometimes i'm not gonna lie um i don't know if you ever heard of suave yes friend of the show he's been on my previous podcast yeah um he's a good friend Mm -hmm. and um Anytime I've ever had any question about any type of entertainment, he's always given me his genuine opinion. Um, he's always helped me when it comes down to music. So, and that really, I feel like it's just because, like, it's just like the type of relationship you have with a person. Because some people look at some people genuinely as bad as I, it sounds. Some people, even though they come across as friends, it, you're a competition. Yeah, I guess it's, it's fucked up, but. It's like people don't really like to. It's like if you a scammer, right? Mm-hmm. And you got all these methods, and people want to learn how to scam. You're not about to give everybody your damn methods. That's very true, because then you won't. Because then you're not gonna get what you need to get done. Because then you gonna, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I respect it 110. percent But and I don't really ask nobody. If I ask somebody, it got to be somebody like um, uh, like Key, Batman Key. I've been knowing him for years. If I call him and ask him about some entertainment shit, he's gonna tell me his genuine opinion. Man, man. Like, uh, really, most of the people. Yeah, don't nobody really help me with shit when it all boils down. But, like, if I ask, I, I could get some answers. I can get what I need. But I just, I don't, I'm not really into that because I feel like, like I said, everybody has their own experiences. And it's it's a genuine situation for me, so I'm just I just want to see how the shit fall in my lap. Now I, I, I ask little things like, oh, what do you think about this, or uh, do you think I should take this route? And just here, it doesn't necessarily mean I'm do the shit, but yeah, yeah. And I guess part of the artist journey is fumbling, fumbling in the dark, and then just starting to be like, okay, yeah. this work that because. I guess also a thing that a lot of artists will probably tell you, yeah, I could give you some advice, but what works for me ain't right. probably gonna yeah, work for you. Exactly. So, yeah, it's not like nobody's helping me. I'm not saying it like, oh, nobody's helping me. Nobody like I don't think anybody's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like if I ask, niggas will give me an answer. They'll, mm. they'll fuck with me. I just don't really ask. I just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. I'm so interested to do another interview from you like five years into this because I just know. I can't wait to come back and do that. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> I just feel I, I'm interested to see how your responses to some of these things are because we talked yeah. to a lot of people who've been doing it for at different points in their years. And a lot of people are kind of like some parts that you're excited about. People are like there's a lot of disenchanted. Like, really? Yeah. People are people are jaded and people have gotten mm. cynical. And, but on the flip side, there are parts that you are like that you don't even know that are coming yet. That people are like, okay, but yeah, I do fuck with this part of it. Though. Yeah. this is what keeps me going. And so there's there's a lot of fun surprises. Yeah. along the way for you, and I'm and I'm I'm interested to see. <sighs> <laughs> it's stressful, and just everybody that's clearly in it for the like. Yeah. Even if even if you knew you would never make any money making music, yeah. you would still make music. I would still make music. And I was I was doing that before I even started taking. I have so many songs that I never put out. I was just doing it just to do it because I actually like doing it. That's the best. The main it's, important. That's yeah. when I say when you said you had like your feet in. I'm like you're already winning because like I said, I talk to a lot of these high schoolers. A lot of them are still. A lot of them still have that pressure on them where yeah. they feel like I have to be this. Yeah, like I the very best. Like no one ever was. Right, exactly. And that's not even like, I'm not on that. Like, I, j- I always say, like, with all this, you know how people get to rapping, and it, not that it shouldn't be taken too deeply, and it should, but like I said, everybody has different reasonings for why they do what they do. Mine just happens to be a genuine reasoning. Mm. So it's like, I literally don't see anybody in my way at all whatsoever. All I'm doing is. I'm going, I'm doing what I like to do. I'm putting it out. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Don't listen to it. I'm literally not doing this for anybody but myself and for my own reasoning. It's like, you know what I mean? So, um, I find you, you win more when you put yourself in a mindset where you can't lose. Right. Like if, like people go into things, I feel like with the wrong mindset, like you're in it and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you want to be an artist because you need, you trying to make some money. You, this type of lifestyle you want. I understand that. But it, it's not I'm all about fun And enjoying my life And being happy And being comfortable And loving what I'm doing And what I realized With music is When I was doing it When I didn't have money I was still happy doing it Yeah 
there's certain things like there's jobs and things that I would partake in that if I wasn't making money off of it, you wouldn't get me caught dead doing that. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be doing it. But with music, it's something that I really like. It's something that I stuck to, something I always love to do. So I just, yeah, it just works. Question, were you making a lot of music during COVID times? Yeah. I figured, because I was going to say, I felt like a lot of people during that time kind of fell back into like just yeah. the, those comfortable things that was just like, uh, like I, yeah. I got back. I used to be a huge wrestling fan as a kid. Then I stopped, but then COVID happened. And then and now then I'm like, right back in. yeah, now yeah. I'm like, oh man, like it just feels so good to just be doing around being around something that i actually like doing yeah conspiracy theory time that like that was everybody during covid they were like they started discovering themselves again for a minute like the masses had a minute to just like look around and reflect and you see the push right now from the establishment like cutting funding for everything like no wages like all of this shit like they saw what was happening that everybody was like you know i could just fuck this like i could just be i could do something fun and they're like no 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 that is dangerous if like the if if you hit the tipping point where enough people are on that shit like Mm -hmm. there's no going back the same with uh what we were saying earlier the once the box is open you're not closing it yeah yeah Yeah, literally basically just do what the fuck you want (laughs) literally because you see how quick and easy it is for them to just take your job from you yeah and i and like i I tell the kids i'm like look you, it, a job is gonna suck No matter what it is There's gonna yep. be some parts of it That you're just gonna be like I don't wanna fucking do this I don't wanna have to But So you might as well Pick something you like doing Yeah Yep And my biggest thing to I tell my brother this all the time um, I just forgot what I was talking about It happens man We we all do a little bit too much weed over here So yeah. <laughs> But yeah when, say- when you've got You're doing what you want Like there's bullshit that comes across any activity that you do with so you might as well get something that you want out of going through the bullshit that's where we were yeah uh and then you were telling your brother something no 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 i knew what we were talking about but i had something good to say see now see it's contagious it happens to everybody and then it's like it was important and it just like really poofed out of my that's i'm gonna tell you the more you try to grab it the further it's gonna go so you might as well just yep And then when you start having your next thought, it's gonna it's gonna come back. You'll be right in the middle of you'll be of gearing some up. Whole, we'll be talking yeah. about like pizza. <laughs> you'll be gearing up to like back. drive your point home, and it'll come back, and it'll yep. throw off the current point that you're talking about as well. Yep. But Words, man. The brain. I hate that. Okay, well, while you're thinking about that, performing something that's very new to you now, it seems like, right? It's getting yeah. on stage. How, how is that? I know they say it's one of the biggest fears is getting up in front of people. Large crowds. How how have you dealt with it so far? Um, I haven't really did it yet, but like I said, I don't really give a fuck what people think. <laughs> so like, if I'm going on stage, if I agree to do a show, then I agree to do a show. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go up there. I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. I don't care if they boo me. I don't care if they sit there and do nothing. I don't care if they don't pay me any mind. I'm just up there, probably a little tipsy. I'm geeked up. I'm having a good time. That's all that matters. So, but uh, I, the first little performance that I did, the little hell yeah thing, I was actually about to shit on myself. But you know what I'm saying? I worked it out. It was good. I drank, I got two shots, and I was like, why am I so scared of these people? And these people, they, y'all really lame. That, that's been sort of, I think the theme this season has been realizing that, like, nothing bad happened. Like, the fear of like embarrassing yourself or things going wrong in front of people like nothing bad actually happens let me tell you something that i learned <clears throat> my best friend was having me go to church with her like um i want to say like the beginning of the month type thing and i actually was getting some great gems from church i was going to a, mani- a millennial church so it was like he was hit like we talking we good um, he said things like cap yeah, he but yeah, he basically like, hey, oh, that's cap. Yeah, that in the Bible, that's cap. Look, let me tell you what Jesus said. He told me shit like that. Yeah. So Jesus said that's cap. cap. Yeah, Jesus said that's cap. So I don't know what you talking about, but disciples just called me and told me that that's, that shit ain't even real. But yeah, so he said uh, he was explaining to me that fear is not real. Mm. Like it's literally an emotion that we created and put on ourselves. Fear is not real because. Fear, fear is a is a thought that you put in your head of something that doesn't even fucking exist. Yeah, like you don't even you you're literally just you know what I'm saying. It's good to think um, 
of what could happen. You know what I'm saying? Battery. But if it's not that deep, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just as like me performing on the stage, mm-hmm. people would be nervous about the shit bricks. But for what? It's like asking a question. The worst person, the worst thing they could say is no. Yeah. And that's, I, mm-hmm. I had, last month I had my first like bad set in front of people. Like the crowd mm-hmm. wasn't feeling it. Like I was fighting them the whole time to kind of get with me. And I'm so glad it happened because I'm like, nothing fucking happened like like the worst ca- i forgot the lyrics to a song in the middle mm. like the worst case scenario of like three different things happened and literally nothing happened to me right. as a result that's like, what i'm saying it's a lot it's a learning lesson like you, you just all you can do when you're at the bottom is work it out and get back to the top that's all yeah and i think uh an, an interesting thing well it may be different for other people but i'm interested talking to you later Cause sometimes people like to think that oh you do it so much that shit must be easy you don't get nervous but oh, you saw me I'm episode thirty nine I still get jitters fuck, yeah. but I think what that says is it's it's twofold like obviously like I'm nervous but it's a different kind of nervous mm-hmm. and I tell people all the time I'm like nah. You should be nervous because being nervous means you care. You care about what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, you you're have, passionate about your craft. You want to actually be engaged. And, like, right. I've been telling people, like, when you stop being scared, when you stop being nervous, that's when you should start really yeah. questioning, like, well, what am I doing? What is the point of it? Like, and, am I even... Because you want people to love something as much as you love something. Yeah. That means you're passionate about it. That means it's, it's a genuine experience for you. Yeah. I also find it really interesting, like, the emotions that we've deemed as bad. Mm. Like, being nervous, being jealous. Like these type of things, there aren't inherently bad. What you do with that feeling yeah. can be like, yeah, exactly. I've learned so much about myself when I recognize, like, damn, I am jealous in this moment. What am I jealous of, and why? Yeah, like, is this something that I can do for myself, and am not? Like, is the like, yeah, we're real big on just running away from those emotions, so we never really understand them. Yeah. So when you're nervous, jealous, all these things, it's just Angry, like, like. I don't and know what and the fuck literally, going on. like you said, it's literally about what you do when you feel this emotion. Because some people might get jealous and be like, "It's not necessarily a bad jealous. It's like a damn. I wish I had that. Let me go do this. Get myself yeah. together so yeah. I can get this." Mm. Some people be like, mm, "I need to go take that from that person. I need to go beat their ass and kill them and take it." And when it's something that you can't take from somebody, like talent or passion yeah. or something, like I remember, I was jealous of Tyrone because when we started this, I could not freestyle for shit. Like it was the most terrifying part of the show, and I was jealous because I would sit next to Tyrone and just get like washed on every single episode that we would do. But I took that, and rather than just getting mad at him, I was like, "Well, shit." Let me just put some work in. Like, let me let, let me, me figure out how to rap. Yeah, yeah. let me yeah. learn how to do this, and it, yeah. it's fun. And it, like, once you take the stress off, but it comes out so it's like a, it's so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It be the thought that ruins everything. Yeah, and, weird. and I tell people all the time though, like we said, like not running away. Like it's okay to do things scared, do it nervous. It's okay to be up yeah. there, and then be honest with yourself. I, I told y'all before we started. Yeah, I'm a little nervous right now. Like I don't know why, but. This is how I'm feeling. And think yep. of every concert you've been to where the singer comes out and they're like, I'm a little nervous right now. <laughs> and everybody goes, woo! <laughs> like, yep. it, people love the real. They like, because they're like, damn, I would be nervous up there too. Yeah, like you're in front of thousands of people. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's going to be, it'll be rough in the beginning when you're just getting over that hump. But I know, yeah. like I said, it's, it's just a sign that it's something you care about that you want to have fun with. Yeah. So... I think you'll you'll enjoy enjoy the journey of, of the public being in front of the public because it um and honestly uh, a lot of the feedback I haven't really gotten any bad feedback back like you know how you look at YouTube comments and stuff mm-hmm. I'm going through like 500 comments of straight good nice words it's, it'd be a few you know they got the few people that might say something but it's like <laughs> I ain't really hearing no bad I'm pretty sure somebody people gonna say some shit right and most <laughs> of those people wouldn't say it to your face yeah they wouldn't and then but I mean I I don't think I ever really give a damn honestly <laughs> I don't think I'm not really like I'm not applying to I don't really get into it's that it's not worth the time anyway yeah especially because I'm doing what I wanna do there you go you're doing what you can do hey so it's just it's, yeah, I don't know I love it I love it it could all be so easy. <laughs> it could all be so easy. Oh, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Hey. I got it. Um, wait, what's that? What's that? What's that? Damn. 
I don't think that's I think that's the deal But I was trying to say This time Was something else That went with something else Ah But then I forgot that thing And it just came back But I'm waiting for the other thing To come back okay. So no 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 Damn It's no well, boo It's no boo Nothing We don't have a boo Unfortunate We have a Skip 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 Bayless Skip Bayless Skip 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 Yeah Okay well if that's the case, if you can't if you can't come up with whatever you were gonna come up with, it'll it'll hit you at some other yeah. time. Uh, we are going to so so we're, we've reached towards the end, right? And we mm-hmm. like the bookend things, so right? We came in with the freestyle, and we're gonna end with the freestyle. Okay. But on this one, I'm gonna need a little bit of help from you. Okay. So based on the conversation we've had here today, I want you to give us three words or topics or themes or whatever that you feel describe. The conversation and vibe we've had here today, and then I'm gonna try it could to be anything, anything, okay. And I'm gonna try to put a little something together. Okay. These fucking beats have been. <laughs> this is the best prompt we've had so far. All right, so I'm gonna go with cozy. Cozy. Okay. I like it. I like it. I'm gonna go with fried chicken. Fried chicken. Okay. The reason why I'm going with fried chicken is because that it makes me feel good. You know when you walk in the house with your family and you smell some fried chicken yes. cooking and you after a long day of doing something and you just know that the food about to be so good. That's how I felt when I walked up in here. It smelled like maybe we could do the toaster strudels. Toaster strudels. I walked in here, and, but toaster strudels is a lot. So let's just do the fried chicken. <laughs> okay. Fried chicken is good. So gotcha. fried chicken. Uh huh. Cozy and life. Life. Okay. Cozy fried, fried chicken in life. life. And what kind of beat are we going to do this on? <sighs> what are you feeling? I feel like y'all could rap on something like this. Okay, one of these Tina Marie type beats. Real smooth. Real okay. Bobby. Here Bobby. we go. I got a, I, the next one up is a, is a silk sample. Oh, okay. Okay. Let's see, let's see what this sounds like. What is good? Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, cozy fried chicken in life. Hey, cozy fried chicken in life. Hey, I say it again. I'm saying it twice. It's just fried chicken and life and cozy and cozy. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I do it by myself. I kick a old flow like it's off of the shelf. I know it gets tough. It's no bluff. You can't get to us because no, it's no touch. They looking in, they so damn nosy But we just over here chilling, I know it gets cozy mm. Like Rosie Posey's knocking them off No, I get it half off like I'm bottom from Ross okay. Now I'm the boss, uh, I keep it going I keep this thing here, I keep flowing Uh, I'm about to buy me a ticket I'm about to cook it up like I'm about to fry me some chicken So let's Ooh. kick it, yeah. no punting nah. I'm kicking shit, nah, I know I've been stunting yeah. okay. Nah, hold on, I'm about to bring it around I'm the king of the shit, so go ahead and give me the crown okay. Now I hop on in, I'm on the beat, it's real cozy yeah. Rappers pushing up daisies, I'm pushing up posies yeah. It's too rosy, I put on my glasses uh-huh. I'm in the chip, I'm in the kitchen cooking classes. Yeah. I'm cooking up, I got the shit popping. Mm. It's on the stove, you know I'm never stopping. Uh. I got it popping, it's pipping, it's cricking. Hey. I'm cooking up like I eat some fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, but that's life, I'm doing what I gotta do. Hey. I'm here with the rapping crew, we're doing cool. Hey. It's okay, uh. I don't know what the. Okay, uh, and we'll, yeah. I'm gonna pass it back to my boy. What you gotta say? What I got to say, let's talk about life. I get lucky like I'm throwing some dice. Um, I got nine like I'm chilling with kittens. Uh, I fit in like I put on some mittens. I'm too cold. Typed it out. I've been bold. Doing this shit since I was young. Now I'm old. Uh, I do it all my life. I stay high up in the sky. It's like I chill with kites. Hey, uh. in the air, you know I got the breeze. I'm feeling good. I got them on their knees. Hey. They're praying. They're swaying. They got the shit I'm saying. Uh. I'm going back and forth. You know that shit is swinging. Hey. It's banging. I'm hanging. You know I got a shit. Ooh, damn, that's not what. <laughs> Hey, we keep it going. We keep this thing flowing. I gotta show these boys I keep tiptoeing. Uh, I cook it up, I boil it. I get some hot bars like they out of the toilet. Uh, 
So you know I'm the shit man I gotta knock them off So they call me the hit man I'm the it man I guess that's the end uh, Ain't no more reason good. left to pretend That was real good That was a good one I love, I love it. Really nice. Really nice. Yeah. Real nice. 10 out of 10. Woo! 10 out of 10. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Anicia, you've made it. You've made it to here to the end. Thank you so much for coming by. We really appreciate it. Only thing thank left y'all. for you now. <laughs> this episode's looking to come out sometime midsummer, June ish. Okay. That's cool. Let the people know. What you've got coming up in the upcoming future? Where can they find you, your work, your music, and all that good stuff? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Anicia, A-N-Y-C-I-A. There's six A's at the end. Um, I'm about to just be really dropping singles, music videos. Uh, I want to do a, I want to do a girls tape this summer with just a hot new Atlanta artist that are females that I fuck with. Um. Honestly, I everything is just spun. It's just sporadic. I've shot a lot of videos. I'm shooting vlogs. I'm doing a lot of stuff. I'm working on merch right now. So yeah, I, I have a lot of things coming out. Just random shit. Honestly, it's not really anything planned. So yeah, just be on the lookout. Just look for me on Instagram. Just go on my Instagram. I announce everything. I don't really have anything planned. I just wake up and do the shit. So love it. Yeah, always Joe? be expecting something though. You know what time it is. At the in the description of this video, in the description of the podcast, you'll find a playlist with every single beat you heard today. Most of these people don't have any subscribers. Like you heard the shit that we were playing today. Like go listen to it. Go That's listen crazy. to their beat stars. Like I don't know, man. Go spread some love. Go spread some money in the community. Uh youngsteppy.com. I've got merch out. By the time you're hearing this album or by the time you're hearing this episode, my album will be out. That was fun. Now what? All platforms. Oh, I have one more thing to say. Go for go it. Ahead. Um, be like looking out for me doing features, and actually, you're talking about R&B stuff. Uh-huh. Um, I am doing like vocals on some popular artists' songs, like in the background, like stacking oh. their songs. So really, be looking out for me doing features with really, really cool, popular little artists. Watch out for them stems, y'all. Yeah, be looking out for that. Well, that is gonna do it over here, folks. Once again, I wanna thank Joe for doing what he does over there on the ones and twos. And of course, I wanna thank Anicia for coming here and chopping it up with us. That's so much fun. And of course, I wanna thank all of you for tuning in with us. Whether you're listening, watching, however you could be here with us, we're just glad you could come along. Tune in next time, where we're gonna have somebody else sitting in Anicia's seat, and we are gonna be mixing it up. Have a good one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>